I'm Jimmy Alexander, and this is That With Jimmy. It's the podcast where members of the LGBTQ community share their coming out stories with you. And if you haven't followed us on social media, it's Out With Jimmy, and on Instagram, Out With Jimmy Alexander. I feel bad for the guy who has Out With Jimmy, who only has six posts ever from 2017. And now he's wondering why all these people are coming out to him on Instagram. I'm sure he's wondering. And please go to Apple Podcast and click subscribe. And it would really help if you gave us a nice review and as many stars as you possibly can. Well, this week, a dog trainer is with us who I met in the woods, strangely enough. It's Juliana Willems, and she is out with Jimmy. I'm Juliana Willems. I live in Falls Church, Virginia. I'm a dog trainer, like you said, and I am, by society standards, probably bisexual, though I do not like to live by labels. Label jars, not people. Amen. Um, The first time you said to somebody that you were bisexual was when? Well, very recently, even. I've, I've been dating a woman for four years, but I don't think even dating a woman was enough for me to admit that I was bisexual and even that that, i so i really i don't like i said love the label because i think i love people not genders okay i'm gonna gonna tell my husband that when he's he's wondering why i'm flirting with a girl (laughs) honey honey don't label me um but really um do you miss men um uh, i certainly don't miss the lack of emotions that I found in the men that I was dating, (laughs) you know, I think that I didn't realize how deep and wonderful a relationship could be in terms of my emotional fulfillment when I was with the type of men I was looking for. I remember Wanda Sykes, who I love, I had a joke about, why would anybody pick to be gay? Think, think with men, all that lying, all that lying. And then with women, all that sharing, you (laughs) share. And, so much sharing. Yeah. You know, and I tell my friends that with they when they're having dating problems or or guys aren't showing interest or the guy's not being emotionally available, I'm like, you know, you should really try dating a woman. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is a mutual friend of ours, I, Allie, bilingual Allie, uh, Allie Jacobs, who is like family to me, she said that I should talk to you. And I knew who you were, and I'm like, why would I want to talk to this straight girl? Like, because, and this sounds terrible. <laughs> and I'm doing me, it myself. It sounds terrible, but I've met you, and I've, I follow you on Instagram. I'm like, why would I want this straight girl on a show about coming out? And she's like, she has a girlfriend. Totally. I'm like, her? I that sounds say, terrible on my part, but it's true. No, I know. I mean, uh, it is. It's so hard, and, and being in a non-traditional relationship has made me question gender norms and stereotypes and all that stuff, but I think it's very hard to not automatically do that i mean i certainly wouldn't fit my what my description of what a lesbian was before or a bisexual or whatever someone who dates women uh before obviously i started dating a woman and i think a lot of people make that judgment about me i want you to look at that camera right there okay <laughs> you have to go to out with jimmy on instagram or facebook or whatever and see those blue eyes those blue <laughs> eyes have been making men and women do what she wants for a long time now <laughs> Only only one woman so oh, far. So, um, well, I would tell anybody, you know, <laughs> you liked vanilla ice cream until you had chocolate, until you had strawberry. So, okay. Uh, how'd you meet this girlfriend of yours? So we worked together. Okay. And we worked together for six months before. I mean, the thing about it is I she was not on my radar even one little bit until literally the moment she texted me asking me on a date. So it was what feels weird to me and what I really can't really wrap my head around in terms of 
my story is there was no question. There was no like, oh, maybe I have this feeling about women or like even working with her, like, oh, I have this feeling about her, you mm-hmm. know, if I was gay. It, I mean, nothing until the moment she said something about, oh, well, you have to go on a date with me. And I got that little bit of feeling in my gut. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. This feels weird. Do you know how angry lesbians are who've met you and known you all your life? And you're like, all it would have taken is me to ask her out. Um, so you had you ever been attracted to women before? No, never. There was so, not a celebrity crush or no. crush. In- I mean, I, I remember watching this show. There's this I love trashy TV. So I, uh, Allie and I bound over it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it, it was called like married for the first year or something. And there was a, a girl with a similar story where she um, fell in love with her sorority sister. And I was like, try, I was trying to wrap my head around how she did that. This is still when I was very much dating men. And I was like, what? How could anyone do that? How could you just one day wake up and and be attracted to a, a female? That's And I would try to like imagine it. And I was like, nope. Definitely not something I could do. Ha, ha. Isn't that crazy? And Eating little my did words. you know. Yeah. Little did you know. Totally. So tell us about your girlfriend. Mm. She's wonderful. Mm. So her name is Katie, mm. and we met at the D.C. Animal Shelter. She's heavy into operations with animal sheltering. She is just the most amazing person that I've ever met. She's taught me so much about kindness and about being really true to myself and what it means to have a supportive partner. I think like we were kind of talking about before in terms of um, men and women, something that really attracted to me, me to her really quickly was the emotions side of it. You know, she really cared about me and paid attention to me and wanted to know about me, you know, and she, she didn't like boyfriends want me to shut up and me to leave me alone so I could watch football. Oh, I mean, yes. Again, to stereotype, but I mean the, the type of men I was going for, which are the ones that I thought I wanted, which was the, tall, dark, and handsome consultant with that was completely emotionally unavailable, right? I think if I were to ever date men again, I would be looking for a very different type of man, knowing now that I don't think emotions have to be gender-specific. I just think the ones that traditionally women are told to look for can sometimes have those gender stereotypes. Well, the strong, silent type. There's a reason right. they're, they're silent, because they have nothing to say. <laughs> Do you mind if I ask you how old you were when, this, when you went on your first date with a woman? I was... 26 26 third maybe 20 freshly 27 i think okay so you're 27 yeah you go on a date with the first girl yeah are you nervous um i don't think any more nervous than i would have been okay. with a with a guy who did you tell who was the first person you told i'm going on a date with a woman <laughs> so katie's texting me saying um, you have to go on a date with me. And I'm sitting in my group house. We lived in the DC and my really good friend Lena's sitting next to me on the couch. We're watching TV. We're just hanging out. And I get that text message and I get that feeling in my stomach. And I turn to Lena and I go, I think I have a crush on my coworker. And she's a girl. And <laughs> Lena looks at me and goes, I love when people go gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going vegan. I know. I'm, got, and, I'm getting rid of the gluten and I'm going to be a lesbian. Um, and she, I mean, it just was, I think Lena's, you know, response without question being just so like, great, yay, you know, was, it was really nice to hear in that moment. Were you, okay, so now you go on the date and yeah. how was, where did you go? So, well, we had kind of a half date after work one day because remember we worked together. Yeah. And the reason she asked me out on a date was because she was leaving. So we we were no longer mixing business and pleasure. Um, but we went just to a sushi place. And that was the night I kissed her. 
I know. Okay, so I I dated women until I was 35. And then uh, my girlfriend was really unreasonable, uh, not liking me going out with guys, too, at the same time. But, okay. Um, And what I would always say I miss about women is they're soft. They smell good. Um, Because the difference is, well, my husband uh, smells good, and he is soft. (laughs) But um, but the the hair on a chin, for men who come out, or women, the back of your neck, spooning, if you get that chin hair on the back of your neck, you're like out of the bed, like, what's going on here? I'm being assaulted. <laughs> totally. And not in a fun way. And the other thing with women I miss, um, when you get a girl a pretty gift in a blue box mm. with a white ribbon, <laughs> the reaction is so different than a guy's like, yeah, thanks. Even a gay guy, they're like, yeah, <laughs> thanks. Mm. <laughs> I miss that. What, do you miss anything about men? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, no. Yeah. I... I mean, I, th- I think it's hard to tell, too, because I'm it's like so cheesy, but I'm like so in love, you know, so I don't. No, it's not cheesy because it's four <laughs> years later. If you're still in love, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's not. I mean, there's certainly nothing making me think, man, I wonder or I, I wish I was dating a guy right now. Oh, my. No way. No, no way. I just was. I, I mean, I think I've done a lot of growing. And, yeah. and again, Katie really pulled out this very soft, sensitive side of me. And I just don't. I would never be compatible with the, again, the guys I was looking for. How did your parents tell, uh, take it? They were great. My parents were, I mean, really everyone in How'd my you tell life. Them? I, so I, my aunt was gay. She passed away, but her partner of many, many years is basically like my second aunt. We're very, very close. And I called her one day and I told her I was dating a woman. And she, of course, was great. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't she be? And so then I went home to my parents later that day and I said, oh, I talked to Val today. We had a great conversation. And I said, it was so great to talk to her because I got a chance to tell her I was dating a woman. And my mom's- You buried the the lead there with the parents. (laughs) You used Val as a scapegoat. Okay, totally. Well, and that's, I mean, I haven't been in this community with air quotes, right? And so I don't hear a lot of other people's stories. And so- for me, I mean, I certainly didn't have a plan. I didn't know what to expect. I, I think I was a, a little bit nervous, but I really, I was not worried about their reaction at all. And my mom was literally at the dish at the sink watching, washing dishes. And so she's like, you're what? You know, and, and I think she was surprised. Like, I think every single person I told was floored. Yeah. Just as, as I would say I was too, when I realized I was into this female. Yeah. I think everyone was like, Juliana, no, but you really like men, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really like men, are you sure? And, um, but yeah, no, they didn't skip a beat and they've been wonderful ever since. Was it hard to come to grips with it? It absolutely was. Well, I would say it's hard, it was hard to come to grips with it. Because even now you don't want to say, I'm a lesbian, you're bisexual, right. which I get because I consider myself bi, but... The community beat me down, and I just say gay guy because it's easier. Right, totally. It's easier. Um, Damn labels. There you go. They're labels. I know coming out late for me, career-wise, and what people would think and all of that, did you go through that too? So I went through, I would say, about a week or two weeks after. I went all in first because I was like, wow, it's so amazing feeling this way about someone again. You know, Oh, I've God, you dating. moved in with her. You moved yeah, in right. with her on the second date. <laughs> we actually called the U-Haul yeah. on the right, you know? <laughs> um, We're on retainer. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you live together? 
We do now. Of course you do. You're a lesbian. Go ahead. So, <laughs> Asterix, it's been four years. It's, yes. Um, we, so I think I, I dove all in at first because I was just so happy to have this feeling about someone. I'd been dating. I was on the apps. Ugh, I was like, God, this is terrible. No one gives a shit about me, right? Yeah. So I was just so happy to have this feeling again. But then it definitely hit me where I was like, whoa, wait a second. I mean, it was a major upheaval of what I thought my future was going to be. I mean, 27 years of thinking your future is going to be one way and all of a sudden it's very, 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 very different. Um, I think I was I was nervous about telling my friends and family, even though they were 100 percent supportive of gay people in general and gay marriage and all that stuff. But it is such a different ballgame when it's you, you know, yeah. well, especially when there was no hints you know there's so totally. often so often i'm talking you talk to people and they're like oh my parents said oh i always kn- i always knew and here totally. you are like hard hard right turn you yeah. know i mean way out of left field and so um i and i definitely I, it was kind of it came quickly kind of the the fear and the whoa um and then it left pretty quickly too which i'm thankful for i remember i was even googling i don't even know what phrase i could have possibly googled to bring this up but it was an article online or more of a blog post about women who had previously married men and had children with men, but then ultimately settled down with women partners, female partners. And I I did have this feeling of like, I don't know if I want this to be my future. I mean, it was very, I, for a couple, about a week or two, I was very conflicted where I was like, okay, even if I really like this girl and date her for maybe a year, I don't know if I want this to be my ending you know yeah. i mean of course i had no idea where i was going to go with her but i did. i mean it was is this it was my scary. life is totally. this my life and i'm asking you this um not as salaciously but your first time with a woman so different than with a man yeah was it were you nervous because it has to be so different very different yeah certainly a learning curve yeah <laughs> um i mean so this is uh it was back in a phase when we i was socially drinking a lot more mm-hmm. so i think we were kind of easing into things after like date nights when we yeah. would have, have a couple drinks, which yeah. obviously helps a little bit. Um, I think I'm a very open person. And so I was, even though it was obviously very foreign to me, I was not hesitant to kind of jump right in. Yeah. No, and, and I don't, and I'm not asking cause I want to know details, <laughs> details. A, unless you're willing to give them. No, <laughs> I know I'm cause I'm asking because I know it has to be hard because your whole life you've been conditioned to, I want, I'm, Absolutely. And then here you are 27 years old and Mm -hmm. it's like you've been given now this instead of uh, a stick shift, it's standard or, you know, I'm trying to think of some uh, (laughs) analogy and maybe that was not appropriate. (laughs) But you're now it's the same vehicle. Right. But totally different. different. Very different. I mean, I think, again, the emotions came first. And that was a little bit different than, again, what I had been pursuing with guys where I was looking for that attraction first Mm -hmm. and that lust first, and the emotional side never showed up. And so with Katie, the emotional side was so strong right at the beginning that everything else fell into place without problems. When you now decide, okay, you're, you're dating Katie, I always warn people about coming out because once you come out, you can't put that genie back in the bottle because once it's said, you can't unsay it. Yeah. And that had to be a big moment. You're telling your mom, you're telling mm-hmm. your dad, and now your new life. It's started. there. It's out there. Yeah, totally. I think telling this is going to sound terrible, but it's the age we live in. I think telling friends and family wasn't as hard. It was the social media that was 
a little scarier. Waiting for those comments or well, waiting, and, yeah. Right, and choosing to post that first picture. And the thing, the very weird thing about a picture of two women is that it's not suspect until you realize it's happening over yes. and over again for a couple of months or, or there's a particularly close pose, you yes. know? So, but I think I was very nervous about the people that I didn't have within arm's reach that I trusted and loved, that I knew trusted and loved me back. I didn't feel they were fine, but it was more the peripheral people, you know, like the people you've stayed friends with since high school or, you know, the person you cross paths with in college, but you're not close with anymore. How about ex-boyfriends? Yeah, right. I mean, that was a... (laughs) Okay, so... I always wonder what they're thinking now. (laughs) I will admit, I ran into an ex-girlfriend with my husband. Yeah. um, And I I felt like I had to tell her, like, hey, what we had was real. Right. Totally. And I didn't want them to think that I ever used them as a beard. Beard, right. And I'm sure with you, you have you heard from a boyfriend? I have not. I'm trying to think. No, I know a couple of people that I used to date, like follow me on social media. But I think for me, I'm more of the of the lines of, or my, my thinking is a bit more, I don't. I don't necessarily owe them an explanation in that who I love doesn't it. I don't know. It shouldn't matter to them yeah. because you know, they should, if they're so concerned about what we had, that's their own problem yes. and who I'm dating now, man or woman doesn't change See, you're, that. You're so much more mature than I am about that. <laughs> How, um, <laughs> what's the longest relationship you had before her? I had two long-term ones. One was about three years and one was about three and a half years. So you've beaten it with this one, this relationship yeah. longer. What was the biggest difference between dating a woman than a man? Uh, again, that emotional component and just feeling like all pieces of me are seen and heard and um, supported and loved, you know? And I think the problem is that, again, I don't want to put this as it's just because she's a woman. I think it's who she is. And I think I could find the same support in a man one day if I were to go looking for the right things. But I think with women, if we were going to generalize and stereotype, they're just a little softer, a little bit more, especially Katie, a lot softer, a lot more understanding, compassionate, empathetic, kind, um, which is something that I've realized I totally value. And that really brings out the best parts of me instead of maybe um, making me scared of the parts of me that are also empathetic and kind and soft that might be looked upon as weak. Right. Totally. Katie changed your life. Oh my God. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Probably if you go back and you think about the first time you met Katie, you never thought that this woman would be the first woman you fell in love with. Totally. When you look back at those beginning moments, when did you realize, shit, I'm in love? Yeah, really early. Which again, I don't know if it's just the the stereotypical yes. lesbian, you yeah. know. I'm like, wow, now I know why they have we they have the stereotype. Um, but I mean, really fast because I just never had never felt that way before, and I I can't even explain to finally have somebody in front of you that you feel like really sees you. I mean, there was there was no comparison. I would think I was like truly drunk on love. I was obsessed. Would it surprise you if you end up with her for the rest of your life? No, goodness, no. I would certainly hope that I do. Yeah. I, I certainly plan to. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, four years. That's a long time. <laughs> in, in gay male years, that would be uh, 80 years, four years. But um, 
Well, that, it's just so, it's such a great story. It's fascinating. Because there's none of the questions I normally ask, like, you know, was there a girl that you know, right. had a crush with? And the first time you thought it, and it's like, well, the first time you thought it's when the girl <laughs> asked you out on a date. Totally. It's like, it's crazy. And I don't mean that. I just, it's just like, you don't hear that often. Right. No, believe me, um, I know. And I think a big reason that my story played out the way that it did is because when I had that feeling, I, w- I felt comfortable enough to pursue it. I think there are plenty of people out there, men and women, who might get that feeling and are way too scared to pursue it. And I'm just so thankful for my circle that they didn't even know it, but without question, they made me feel loved and supported to say, wow, I think I have a crush on a woman. Let's see. Let's lean into this instead of avoid it or feel scared of it or try to run away from it. Did you have any friends that you had negative feedback from? Um, I had... One friend, oh, I mean, in general, no. I had one friend who tried to tell me something along the lines of, you know, you you don't have to date a woman to find someone who cares about you, Mm. which I think she'd been with me through kind of all my tumultuous dating that summer. And I think she was just coming from a place of concern and saying, you know, everybody, is this a phase? Mm -hmm. You know, I think she was very worried that I was perhaps trying to f- meet a need in a way that wouldn't actually work out for me long term. So I totally get where she was coming from. But really, that was the only, no one else, not nothing. I mean, my sister was mad at me just because I waited too long to tell her. But yeah. <laughs> other than that, you know, well, that's, I really lucked out. Well, it's beautiful because, you know, I'm sure you've heard so many stories totally. of horror stories. Absolutely. And this proves that there are happy stories and, and families who accept you and, um, is there any advice that you would give to somebody who maybe not as a kid or older realizes they may want somebody of the same sex? I would, well, of course, this advice goes without saying that hopefully they have the support system to do this, but that, you know, you really owe it to yourself to be as true to yourself as possible, 100% all parts of you. And if being true to yourself means pursuing or leaning into or exploring people of the same sex, same sex relationships, whatever that means, go for it. And because and, you really owe it to yourself to, to just be so, so, so honest with yourself. So you're a dog trainer. I am. So tell us how you got into that and if someone wanted to reach out and get help. So I am a private trainer in Northwest DC, Bethesda, Chevy Chase area. I work mm-hmm. with a company called Dog Latin Dog Training. Got into that because I was formerly an event planner and fundraiser for animal shelters. Mm-hmm. And small company, or I mean, small organizations, you work back to get back to with the foster department, the behavior department, and everything just ended up overlapping. I would foster dogs. I needed to help them become adoptable. So I learned about behavior. And then I tried to do training part-time for many years until I finally made the jump to do it full-time. Uh, dog Latin Dog Training. My Instagram, my personal one, has quite a bit of dog stuff. Juliana, J-U-L-I-A-N-A dot Willems, W-I-L-L-E-M-S um, on Instagram. And doglatindogtraining.com is also our website. We've got plenty of info there. Well, great. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad thank you shared you your story. Me. This is fantastic. Really appreciate it. So I have to tell you about the first time I met Juliana. I was out at Great Falls with friends, and we were hiking the Billy Goat Trail in uh, Great Falls by the Potomac River. And all of a sudden, I hear, hi, Jimmy. And we're in the middle of the woods. And I look over, and this beautiful girl walking a dog, and it was Juliana. And she recognized me um, from Allie, our friend's social media. Small world. 
And I had no idea uh, what a great story she had. And I want to thank you, Juliana, for sharing it with us today. Thank you to WTOP and Julia Ziegler for allowing us to record in your beautiful studios. And thank you for listening to another episode of Out With Jimmy. Please go to social media, Out With Jimmy uh, Alexander, on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. You'll find me there, and you'll see Juliana and myself. Plus, for me, if you don't mind, go to Apple Podcasts, click subscribe, and make sure you don't miss any episode. Give us a nice review if you don't mind, and as many stars as you possibly can. That means a great deal in the podcast world. And remember, you'll never know when the last time you'll be able to tell somebody you love them. So go ahead and do it.